there, Dave? Dave's here, but not really here. Yeah, we can't hear a damn word you're saying. Dave's trying to fix his shit. He'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Another Quaalude. Uh, but, oh, man, what a Monday. Monday was definitely all Monday. Um, man, God. Hate to even think about it because they want me back again on Tuesday. I mean, work is so needy. Five days a week? There's only seven days in a week. You want me five of them? It's so clingy. Yeah, you know, true. That's, that's bad girlfriend. That's a red flag. That's you know, absolutely that's true. Bad material. What? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, even even Daisy agrees. Hi, Daisy. That that's her. Okay, hold on a second. Yeah, don't ever work. Get your master's degree. Come here, kid. Don't start working until you're like 50. You know what I'm saying? All right. Okay. So she, now um, she's officially part of the show because now she's watching it. Oh yeah, she's part of the cast now. She's a she's a, a co-host officially on this episode. But um, there she is. Yeah, I didn't do much today. Oh hey, hi. Hey, look, I got a dinosaur. I got a dinosaur. I always got toys nearby. Kids love me. I always got cool toys, man. They come in and just start snatching like 40-year-old Transformers off the shelf. And I'm like, Ugh. hold on. I got a separate box just for y'all, you know, with the oh, Justice League. Yeah. Lame, lame Mickey Mouse. Look, Mickey Mouse. You know, Mickey Mouse. That's fun, huh? Mm. Oh, whatever. You're one. You know nothing. Uh, But, man, got outside, did a little bit in the yard. Uh after work, that was fun, but uh, not as much done as I wanted to get done. I got some beds I need to build, but man, my compost, I turned my compost, and it was it was hot. It was hot like it's supposed to be, so it's happening. Everything yeah, is you're going into those, place. You're, you're still growing those tomatoes, right? Yeah, the tomatoes are coming up a little bit weird. I need to get them in a bigger container. I want to put them in the ground in a raised bed, but that's going to be a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, man, there's a couple of greens on there and there's a couple of, I need to prune it, I think back a little bit. Um, but my lettuce is still coming in regular, you know, like every week I'm getting a harvest of, of the lettuce and then my strawberries are starting to come in and that's all I got right now, you know, but my plan is to have by the end of this week, four, four by four raised beds. All ready to go. All ready to go. Full of that's a, full, that's, you know, that's a good plan to have. That's a good yeah, plan. Yeah, dude. I mean it's this is work, but yeah, man. Uh, did, it. did you did you have a chance to watch uh Peter Pan and Wendy on Disney Plus? No, I did not watch that yet. I did not watch that yet. We were planning on it and because I don't watch nothing by myself, nothing new anyway. But we ended up watching what the hell was it we watched? I don't even remember. I know we watched Scream Six, but it was it was kind of lame. Oh, we watched that Brooke Shields thing on Hulu. I know. It's like a true life documentary thing with Brooke Shields. Yeah. About how wife, it sucks to come up as a child star. Yeah, the wife watched that. Um, I, but all the whole entire family watched uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. And I think it's a really good ad adaptation of the cool uh, the story. It's got uh, um, Jude Law as Captain Hook. And um, yeah. Ever Anderson, which is uh, Mila Jovovich's and Paul W.S. Anderson's oldest child. Looks just Wendy. like Mila Jovovich. It's crazy. 
how close they, how similar they look. It's insane. Well, they need I was, to do a fifth element reboot. Oh yeah, they could, they could, because I was just telling someone it's like it's astonishing that because I saw, I haven't seen their third kid yet, but it's astonishing because they had all daughters, but it's astonishing yeah. that both of her daughters are like exact. The two that I've seen are exact clones. It's but amazing. Are, yeah, it's wild, dude. I mean, it is wild. It's wild. I mean, even in this film, they had the exact. Uh, ever had exact facial expressions and stuff where it's like she's just like her mom. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. dude. It was, it I was wonder crazy. if this will work. Let me test something here. Yeah, see, full screen don't work if I'm doing tabs. I would have to know how to switch back and forth between tabs. The button. Who wants to do that? Anyway, so everybody else is late, Andy. You're the only one here. But we're going to start eventually. We still got a couple minutes of the pre-show. But Guardians this week, right? Isn't Guardians of the Galaxy this week? Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy this week are going to, you know, a lot of I'll Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock's people it. reading that. Uh, oh, yeah. Adam Warlock people. Finally. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I know a dude um, in that group. Man, he yeah, just loves Adam uh, Warlock. But, man, I don't get it. I don't. I don't get it. There's, he found um, out, I guess. I, I, I know that. Uh, I know that. Uh, um, crap! What's his name? Um, Chris was making Chris. a big deal. On, Chris Pratt. Um, yeah, Chris Pratt. He was making a big deal that he got to drop the very first f bomb, and not Samuel L. Jackson in the Marvels. In, yeah, in the I know, movie. right? He was just like, I, I did it first. Yeah, Jackson almost got there. Almost got there at the end of uh, Infinity War. You know. Yeah. Almost, but almost. Yeah, it's weird that they make that choice because you're allowed one in PG thirteen. You know, you're, yeah, allowed. you're allowed one. So why you're... shouldn't the MCU sort of push that envelope since they're the most popular PG thirteen movies? Yeah, you're allowed. You're allowed um, two shits and one or, or one fuck. Wow. Oh. Ooh, and or. Yeah. Or. Yeah. No, it's not. Not and. It's just. Oh, or. only. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. that's, that's so weird. We got weird rules, dude. What's the difference? You there know, I no mean, what does it matter? It's so weird. I don't that know. that was the whole entire. I'm not sure if you remember this, but there's a whole entire episode of South Park where they said like I don't know how many times they said shit. Yeah, but it was just like they had to actually be like, okay, FCC, how many times can we say the word shit and get away with it? Oh wow, that's so weird. And that's supposed to be different because it's TV. Yeah, I don't. It's a lot of responsibility on people who are just, you know, hanging out trying to collect movie tickets. You know what I'm saying? Man, I didn't delete any of the pictures from from last night's episode, so I have like 50 images just sitting here. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure those guys will be here, so let's just do the damn thing. Uh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Moko's story was amazing. <laughs> I don't know where Taylor is. Oh, oh. Oh, 
another episode of this Geek in Comics Outright Geekery's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Gilbert and Andy only right now. Andy's first accidental shit talk show that he got to say. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, what are the odds that Taylor and well, no, it's actually pretty good. What are the odds that Taylor and David would both just have internet issues or whatever they're having uh, at the same time? But uh, how's it going, man? Like, I don't know what it's like over there in Tennessee, but over here in Minnesota, I got some good internet issues. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, internet's so unreliable here. Don't get me started. It is. It's so unreliable. And I work from home, and the boss is like, well, you got to get tethered. And I'm like, man, give me a minute. Okay, I was just letting y'all know. Just give me a minute. Yeah, my boss fucking, she crazy. But anyway, uh, yeah, what's going on, bro? Nothing? Something? Uh, not much. Like I said, during the pre-show, I was, uh, we watched uh, Peter Pan and Wendy, and, you know, oh. that was really good stuff, man. You know, it, Waiting it, on Guardians. Waiting yeah. on Guardians. So what's your yeah, favorite live-action, and they say it's live-action, most of that shit damn CGI, your favorite live-action remake from the Disney. Oh, from the Disney stuff? Uh, it would have to be The Lion King. Oh, I, I enjoyed Lion King. I thought it was great. Dude, I have so much fun with Aladdin. I know a lot of people did not care for it, but yeah, it's by far my favorite one. I'm sorry. Oh, Will yeah, Smith there, there's some good parts. That he kills it. He, he's so oh, yeah. good in it. I'm sorry. I like Will Smith. He's good yeah. in that movie. Yeah, he's Welcome really good Earth. in that. I'm not, I'm not arguing, but they're, they're, I mean, they... I mean, with Lion the King, Lion King, they they really did a really great job with that. I, yeah. I think that's the the better of the two between that and Aladdin, and you know, trying to recast Robin Williams with Will Smith was really hard. But you know, Will Smith did a good job. I'm not. Oh yeah, they were never. I mean, they were always going to have to recast Robin Williams. Yeah. He was never going to be able to. He might have had a cameo or something, but he was yeah. never going to be able to like jump in there and be <laughs> like. You know, the the uh, genie. Oh, hey, Taylor. Nice of you to join us, buddy. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go fuck yourself, Gomer. I know. Anyway. I, know, I, know. Well, I was about to say. Gomer's kind, of, kind of being a little tool right now. I am. I'm so. I'm Not so just right now. He's just he's, oh, yeah, he's a tool. I'm so good at it. It's one of my favorite hey, things. Hey, hey. My, <laughs> my, my Minnesota Wild got eliminated from the playoffs, and I'm still in yeah. a better mood than Gomer. Yeah, yeah Matt Brent didn't even make the playoffs. And the Grizzlies got eliminated too. I love how the yeah. media was like saying, "Oh, Memphis has a chance." Man, they didn't have a fucking prayer. Are you kidding me? I hate the media for NHL doing it too. You know, weird media stuff. But, but I was going to uh, apologize and, for being late, but then you were such an asshole about it. I know. It I, I cut you off. I didn't want you to. You don't need to humble yourself like that for me, bro. Oh, thanks. I guess anyway. <laughs> no, right? Thanks. I guess. Uh, anyways, it's the, uh, uh, preview show where we talk about all the new books coming out. Uh, let's just jump into it, gents. These are books coming out May 3rd, maybe May 2nd, depending on maybe next week. <laughs> Who knows? But scheduled to release shortly. Uh, we start off at Image. Man, I don't know. Dave's not here. The Almighty is fine. You know, Blood Tree's okay. Um, um I, I did enjoy the very first issue of Junk Rabbit. Um, oh, oh yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Uh, it's kind of like this fantasy, like but deep fantasy, like animals and shit. It's it's cool though. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. So is it like, is it like black sad but fantasy or what? Yeah, 
Yeah. It's, it feels more like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing for me, man. Okay, okay. You know, that sort of animal sort of thing, like Disney animals. <laughs> so, yeah, Black Sad, I guess. <laughs> you know, I hate to compare anything to Black Sad because really it's the art in there that you just, you, it's untouchable. There's nothing else like it in comics. Um, but I hate this place continues. It's good. Love Everlasting. That's, uh, what's his name? King's thing i'm not even a fan of that book it's like a romance book it's okay but uh radiant black continues uh, oh there's actually a one-year-old actually on the show too taylor i know you didn't know that but finally yeah, well, i was pretty surprised just now yeah but i think the jury's out on the less mature than you part gomer well, whatever, maybe. Uh, the big debut this week, Star Signs, um, Salah Ahmed. You know, so he's a great. Well, one. that is that is things. a that is a writer you can trust. Um, I'm yeah. not sure what the hell this is, but yeah, Salah Ahmed. Uh, the constellations of the zodiac fall to Earth, granting twelve ordinary people from different walks of life superhuman powers. Uh, so there you go. It's like a family okay. sort of deal. Not bad. It sounds okay. The zodiac. You know, it's fun to play with. Yeah, I mean, Aladdin Ahmed, I think, would do good work with that because I think he has, like, an eye for, like, you know, in mythology and, like, interpretations. Sure. Of it, you know? Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, uh, and Walking Dead because uh, it wouldn't be a week at Image without Kirkman. Uh, so there you go. Kind of a light week from them, some mainstays, but uh, not a lot of high-profile stuff. Uh, but I am stoked about Star Signs. It looks like yeah, Star Signs looks product. really good. Yeah, that's probably going to be on my on my most looking forward to. Uh, Buffy lost summer because Boom cannot get enough of the licensed stuff. Hard to blame him. Speaking of that, MM, uh, PRTMNT2, number five of five, wrapping it up. Uh, big, dumb, stupid fun. What else you want? Yeah, I mean, we got like a Megazord Krang in the last issue. I mean, what the fuck else do you want? What? Yeah, this is so rad. I mean, it's so stupid. I love it. Look, it's so weird. Yeah, there's the oozed out uh, uh, rangers. Uh, oh, hey, we got a Power Ranger Shredder. Fuck. Green Ranger Shredder. Yeah, dude. I'm down with that. Oh, he does it. Dude, look, he does it. He, do, he does it. Dude, 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 dude. Like I was just doing. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's fun, dude. That's cool. It's great that part of the power of being the Green Ranger is you're musically inclined. Uh, anyway, that's yeah. it from Boom. You know, it's two pretty high-profile books that are going to get over on the audience that wants to get that. And I'm sorry, MMPR, TMNT, everybody's an audience for that. Uh, Jeff stopped by. Hey, what's up, dude? So glad you stopped by, Jeff. Thank you, man. Oh, everybody's busy, bro. Yeah, he said he finally got a chance to listen again. Everybody's busy, dude. Don't, don't be Oh, yeah, we're all busy. Yeah, uh, yeah, but the Mighty Morphin Team Eight dollars for both things is going to be. Yeah, the Mighty Morphin Team Union Turtles. It's going to be big, dumb fun. Yeah, dude, it has been, and this is wrapping it. Just that preview. I mean, oh. they're going to follow that up. Shredder, doot, 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 dootin'. Come on. Yeah, it is Sh five Shredder, bucks. Go ahead. Yeah, Shredder being the Green Ranger is just you know as an evil Green Ranger. This that's just going to sell works. that the sell the shit out of that comic book. Yeah, and it works. I wonder if they're going to have a variant cover with him on there. That'd be kind of a spoiler. Well, but, uh, it, it, 
They probably should have. That, that, that was, you know, Second printing, there. they'll probably do a variant with a Green Ranger shredder on it. Second printing. Great idea. Uh, but the Buffy books, $8, and the Money More from Power Rangers tur uh, Turtle books, 5 So, boom, really stretching you. Yeah, they stretching you a little bit there. I mean, they're selling two books, so I guess that does make sense. I mean, I don't blame them. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. They stretching me a little bit. Uh, moving on to Dark Horse. Hairball number two. I never got a chance to read the first one, but it's kind of like a cat horror sort of story. I'm really excited the first one. to read that. It's good. Yeah, and then I've heard one. good things. It's good. To, yeah, it's really good. It, it's definitely... Um, it's all from the point of view of a cat, and it's very horror centric, and it's very well yeah. done. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil hearing. the first issue. I'm not going to spoil it. Just go back and just go back and read it. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It is Matt, but Tyler Jenkins doing the art. Very fun cover here from Matt Kent with the eye going. Oh, that looks just, good. So cool. But yeah, I'm all in on on that because I love Matt Kent. So I got to read the first issue and then. And then I'll know for sure. Uh, Skull and Bones number three wraps that very short series. A couple of Star Wars books. And then uh, Survival number one. Uh, this looks like it might be, I mean, pardon the pun, a dark horse hit. Sean Lewis, uh, Brendan Everett. Emma Reed journeyed back to her hometown in Alaska. She was expecting little more than a 10th family reunion at the annual military alumni get-together. But early that morning, a plane crash landed in the thick woods near the mountain. And the creature within brings an ancient terror to the last American frontier and will turn this unspoiled wilderness into a killing ground. So it looks like some horror. I wish we had a preview. Yeah, sounds pretty Lovecraftian right oh. down to it being in like Alaska. Yeah. Uh, Jeff chiming in about Hairball. His wife loves Hairball. Yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a great book, dude. Yeah, I good choice there, Jeff. Wife. Yeah, good choice um, on wife. I wish my wife heard more comments. She, she has yeah, her moments, but... But from um, what I what I've what I've seen from the, the Gomer, story, any woman who puts up with you must be a saint. So oh, of course. Oh, of course. No, I'm not taking anything away. Um, in the context of reading comics, but she could do a bit better. Just okay. just from a, just from I've seen scenes from Survival. There's no preview, but it sounds a really good story. So I'm definitely gonna pick that up. Yeah, I'm checking it out. Where monsters lie, uh, number four. Uh, this is like the serial killer, you know, like H.O., you know. Uh, it's only four issues, which is kind of weird. It's okay that they're going to wrap it up. I think the first issue was definitely the strongest uh, so far. But really? so what do you think? Are you even reading this? Your dad letting you read this? This is a brutal book. That's it. Uh, anyway, that's it from Dark Horse. <laughs> Moving on to IDW. Uh, pretty good selection here because um, it's – it's, it's diverse, okay? Breath of Shadows, you got your sort of supernatural horror shit going on. My Little Pony number 12, of course, you know. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, Dog of War number two. First issue was actually really fun. It's really interesting to hang out with those characters in this new adventure that's set back in the continuity of DS9. Like, uh, is still around. You know, it was back then. Uh, so it's really cool to look at these unwritten chapters of, of of a franchise that you've already read all the chapters. There are no more chapters. But for comic fans, it never stops. We were just talking about how good Star Trek is right now with using continuity, using the lore and story to their advantage to create new stories. This is kind of doing that, but with a twist where we're going back into that continuity and living. And man, what a great idea. 
What yeah, I mean, this idea. has been um, how Star Wars has been making its bread in the comic books for like a decade now. Just, yeah. Yes. It's More than that. Some you older time, than that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying specifically since Marvel got their hands on it. As far as yeah. I'm aware, um, except for the, uh, the High Republic stuff, all of it takes place amidst the movies, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah for sure. Andy, are you up on the Star Trek? All the Star Trek books? Um, the last time I was in Star Trek was all the Mirror Universe stuff. So, oh, that was a good run. The the, the Picard more with stuff. like uh yeah TNG Mirror Universe. Yeah, yeah, that was relatively recent. I think that just wrapped up a few months ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was um, quite good. I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna have to get you caught I'm, up, bro. I'm gonna have to get you caught up. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you can get me. I'm caught gonna up. have to get you caught up. On uh, all. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a, a day of blood right now. Oh, but are you caught up on that story so far? Because it's so good. It's Trek comics have never been this good. Never. They're so good. I I, I need to just need to do some catching up on Dave. Yeah, I'm gonna catch the, you. Gonna the, catch the, you. the little story beats in that, but you know. Hey, I mean, no worries, man. There's never enough time for everything. Oh, I, yeah. I'm gonna find you. You're I, fine I, 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 so I'm I'm like about twelve. Like, I got like twelve issues on my my on my stack right now that I need to get caught up on so right finally i thought taylor was being late damn i showed up yeah, yeah I know. I don't, think, don't take his shit he did he was hey. here for like a second his audio didn't work he's like oh shit and left and then I, I figured he was gone he's like i'll just go get dinner <laughs> no <laughs> I, had, I had to do the intro today man i had to do the intro <laughs> David has no qualms about having his dinner while we're doing this. So <laughs> yeah, clearly right. wasn't what he was going to do. <laughs> no, uh, but you're here now. So TMNT, Usagi Ojimbo, we get a double dose of TMNT crossover this week. Uh, always good, you know, when Stan Sakai um, gets to, I, to write TMNT. I, 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 did love, I did love the first issue where they used, the, used uh, Yojimbo. I mean, it, it's, you know, he's a yeah. very good uh, secondary Tracy carry character side character that you know it's never it's kind of forgotten but I really enjoyed the first issue so well he might be a side character in the turtles continuity but he is a mainstay in the indie comic scene you know he's oh, yeah. he is a yeah. main character in his own right he's a stayer Wonderful. he stays around man consistent consistent He's in the yeah. same like glasses like a uh, Savage Dragon, you know. Like they've been around forever. They might not have a lot of mainstream recognition, but if you know, you know, right? They have exactly. a huge, they're a big part of the comic scene. Like like yeah. the Savage Dragon, he's in that uh, stratified uh, area where you know you got like you know classic comic book characters from indie books, you know Cerberus included. Yeah, Cerberus is a good one. Well, that that Eastman cover is going to be this the. The best oh, cover, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, pop this up. It's really dark, but yeah, it does look great. Man, it's going slow. Come on, internet, I'm fucking around. That is a good there. cover. Oh yeah, that that's. Oh yeah, that's yeah, dope. that is a good cover, dude. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, all right, dark course. Uh, done. Moving on. Uh, Superman Adventures of John Kent. Awesome. You know, yep. definitely looking forward. Good to Good time this. to be a Superman fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely a Superman fan. I, I wasn't for a very long time, but th since very recently, yeah, I'm reading all of the Superman stuff. I'm sure that uh, Tom Taylor was thrilled here. when, like, you know, he could write John Kent and the Injustice continuity at the same time, you know? Oh, man. 
Yeah, I mean, Those he's doing that in his book. For a really long time. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I'm saying, yes. Yeah, it's fantastic, dude. So much fun. Yeah, great, great stuff. Uh, and they're really going all out on this with a 1 in 25 cover uh, and a 1 in 50 cover. Uh, Batman 135, which is also Batman 900 somehow. Uh, on this, a lot of extra dollars added to the cover. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's legacy uh, it's numbering, be, but um, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't just say this is Batman number 900, you know? I mean, well, they're they're kind of leaning into it, but yeah, I, everybody already confused, Taylor. Okay, DC trying to like, we, we want our money, but we also don't want to piss off and confuse every damn body to the point where they don't have any idea what they're buying. But I yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'll read this. I'll check this out. Oh, yeah, I've been reading... Um... <sighs> Oh, God, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, Chip Sadarsky's run this whole time, and it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. not going to not get the next issue of this run. Yeah. Uh, as I you would think, a lot Neil of covers. Adams cover. Uh, where is it? Did I pass it? They got Joe Quesada uh, covers. Yeah, they got the Quesada covers. It's uh... Art Germ doing a cover. Oh, there it is. It's a few down. Yeah, it's That's really cool, but oh, Neil Adams it. is a uh, – there it is. Oh, yeah, he's classic. You know, classic. Am I breaking up? No, you're oh, no, not breaking up. Yeah, look, that's classic. That is it cool. is. It looks so good, dude. It's good to see him back in the blues, you know? Yeah. Uh, they're also doing a Batman 181 facsimile. Uh, I think that's first appearance of Poison Ivy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah it is. It says it, it, it says it right there. First appearance of Poison Ivy. Derp. I, I was internal, like 181, 181, like going through my brain Rolodex. Who is that? Who is that? And it <laughs> all the right little hamsters running around in your head right now. Yeah, they're running. Oh, I can find that. I can find that. I can that. figure it out. I can figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's like an anniversary year for her. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Audio Adventures, Batman and Joker, Deadly Duo, Raps That, Mark Sylvester, Sylvester series. A lot of variants for that shit, too, man. 125, 150, they're doing a 1 in 100 variant for that. And it is not bad at all. Is that but the good Jock cover? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that's Jock. Looks like Jock. No, the one down that's there. The, no, that's not Jock. That, that, that's not Jock, but there's one that's basically got like a Joker smile over a Batman, a red Batman uh, image. Yeah. Uh, here it is. Yeah, here it is. It's kind of reminiscent of his cover, uh, of another cover that he's done. Yeah. But, yeah, that's very nice. Very clean, simple. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of fucking Batman at DC this week, and I'm sure we're not done. Uh, free comic book day. Free comic book day is Saturday, correct? That is correct. For Saturday. Yep, first Saturday in May. In May. You'll be able to get all those. Dawn of DC. Uh, yeah, well, most likely, I would say most definitely, have reviews on those uh, on the show on Sunday. So, uh, uh, Jeff chiming in. Yeah, I'm lucky me and my wife read and collect comics. So, every time we're out, the clerk was so surprised that we're both in the comics. Yeah, I'm surprised. Good for you, man. Jealous. The, the uh, Flash 798. Oh, go ahead, Andy. Yeah, the very first time I ever took my wife to a comic book convention, the, uh, she saw a Power Girl comic book, and she just goes, wow, you really can see your breasts there. Is that what all... Oh, wow, of course. Blackton's like, yes, <laughs> yes, we do. Unashamedly, just awesome. admitted, it's like, nope, that's what... Yep, nope. 
You should be like, yeah, awesome. I should introduce you to my friend David, who doesn't read any of that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we like a, uh, I guess we're building up to the issue 800, you know. Uh, Mr. Terrific's going to make an appearance, though. Well, that's fine. This, this should been be fun. It's been a blast. I'm stoked for issue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. And all these covers are great this week. My good, that's rad, dude. That's a lot of fun. Oh, that's good cover. Great use of lines there. Good use of color. Yeah. Uh, so Joker made me stop laughing. Uh, Peacemaker, that's the big debut they've got going on over there. Uh, Peacemaker tries hard, number one. Six-issue miniseries. Um, yeah, that's all we got. Kyle Starks is writing it. That's cool. You know, he's written uh, some great stuff over at Image. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Peacemaker tries hard. Uh, Poison Ivy number 12 continues that series. Uh, Shazam number one, not really on board on this. Uh, just not really feeling a new Shazam book. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I stand with Shazam anymore. I don't know where I stand. You know what I mean? Nobody. Taylor's done drop. I don't Nobody read else Shazam. Shazam. Sorry. Yeah, I, don't, I don't read Shazam. Sorry. Yeah, it's Mark Wade and Dan Mora. So I mean, that's that's a a damn good team, but I'm just not sure how much I'm feeling a Shazam book. Taylor, I'm glad you made it back before we got moved past the Shazam book. Uh, it's a Shazam number one, Mark Wade, Dan Mora. I just don't know where I stand with Shazam anymore. You know what I mean? I just don't know. Shazam is someone I have a lot of. I have a fondness for the Shazam books. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been kind of. You know, peaks and valleys with the Shazam books in the recent years. Yes. Um, I like Jeff Johns' stuff with the character. Um, I li- I even like that uh, Doc Shaner book with Mary Marvel from a few weeks yeah. ago. But yeah. Mark Wade is enough to get me to this first issue, you know? You're not wrong. And it's Dan Mora. They work very, very well together. Um, and you kind of have to in a Shazam book, you know, because, I mean, how much – I just don't know how much – more they can look into you know i don't know yeah uh, uh again with this Shazam book i guess because it's free comic book day they're trying to get people in the stores people are going to here's a nice doc shaner one in 25 variant so uh yeah and a one in 100 uh you know naked variant for the the a cover very nice very nice but oh man it's just what the interior is going to look like this is Dan Moore's cardstock variant. That's nice, dude. That that's nice. really fucking cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty dope. Fun, dude. Yeah, it's really good. Man. So yeah, I might get Shazam too. We'll see. Uh, Stargirl Lost Children number six. That wraps the Jeff Johns book there. Uh, Stargirl kind of lost a lot of her momentum i guess when the show ended and i'm not really sure when donna's dc came along they didn't have a place for her but uh i don't know it kind of makes you feel bad for jeff johns you know it's kind of like one of one of like this labor of love character for him almost yeah i mean that was a character that um was featured really prominently in his justice society run um Mm -hmm. it is a shame i mean that's one of those that's another one of those characters where like i'm glad to see her have a book and i am kind of sad to see it go but 
you I definitely understand that. Yeah, I also wasn't picking yeah. the same thing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Superman Space Age gets collected. That's the Mark Russell book uh, with uh, Mike Allred. Damn good. Almost like a, a modern-day retelling with historical context of things that were going on you know, in the Cold War. Very well done. Just bravo. Uh, it's hard to go wrong with that creative team, too. You know, Mark yeah. Russell and, and Michael Allred. Uh, if you didn't get this, Taylor, this is definitely a solid pickup for you. If you yeah, I'll probably try to be on the lookout for it. I mean, that was one of those ones where, like, the shop kind of keep it on the shelves long enough for me to get to it. So, yeah, yeah, now that it's out in collection, I'll probably get it at some point or another. Yeah, I also, and I know you're an educator, I do feel it's got that sort of value to it as well. You know what I mean? Where Mark Russell really taps into history and puts that context in the superheroes in a way that is really unique, man. It's a, well, it's a great book. I'll be glad book. to see that. Yeah, it's a great book. Uh, all right, House of Ideas, uh, War Across Time, number five. This is like a weird throwback. I don't think anybody's reading this. Um, Not I. But, yeah, um, Carnage. I mean, we can look at yeah. the preview. It's an $8 this, dollar uh, book. Yeah, this is leading into the summer of uh, summer symbiotes and just I don't think anybody's going to be into this. I mean, it's just overplayed for me, man. I can't speak for Andy, but I know the rest of the panel here is not too big into the symbiote stuff. But, oh, yeah, just, no. you know, I'm I'm not into it either. But overdone, it, saying, yeah. like, oversaturated. Yeah. They oversaturated. are oversaturated, and yeah, very well said, Dave. From the admittedly an outsider's perspective, it just seems like all these Carnage books are just like murder porn. It does feel like that, dude. It feels like you know, there's nothing just, else going on. You know, check it out. Sick Carnage killed this guy, you know? Yeah. Just, there's not much else yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, more Carnage. Cult of Carnage Misery. Which oh, is man. They're really going in on Carnage this week. Dude, Summer of Symbiotes is here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Dark Web. Uh, Demon War Scarlet Sin. This is going to be the Peach Momoko joint uh she always does a great job you know with covers but her interior stuff for me is hit or miss but it's usually hit it's usually right on the money oh it's almost always uh, a hit for me unique... um yeah definitely yeah, the highlight of these books is seeing was... like draw have her draw like you know raijin thor or like you know like uh yeah. like yeah. oni hulk or you know what all the other crazy shit she's doing yeah. here well here's like samurai <laughs> scarlet witch you know yeah or whatever. This is going to be really hard to beat just, just based upon the artwork alone. Yeah, and that's what the that's the whole that's the main reason I like reading these. All right, uh, but a lot of times the story just misses a beat for me. The story is very tropey. The story is very like, hey, have you ever seen anime? I sure hope not, because that's what this is. Um, you know that type of thing. <laughs> Uh, again, a lot of variant covers for this from a lot of big um, Asian and Asian style artists. So uh, very cool. Uh, Edge of Spider Verse. Yes, it continues. Um, man, the Spider Verse can't just can't quit. Car- Carla Pacheco, Xander Cannon, who's a favorite of mine. You know, uh, Perry Perez, who uh, you can't deny that dude's talent. But man, that is a dope cover. I'm sorry. That's, hey, that's that pretty fucking cool. weird, and I love it. Well, that's man, like a throwback inner, to like Old Man Logan, where they had the symbiote uh, T-Rex. The inner twelve-year-old in me can't help but love the right. you know dinosaur v dinosaur action here. But yeah, this is probably a pass yeah. for me all yeah. the same. The, the big old meaty meat yeah, on me meaty too. meat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It looks okay. 
Well, that this, looks this, fun. This looks like big dumb fun. It sure, does, sure. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Maybe I've just got. I just finished that other Spider Verse event. Saturation. End of Spider Verse. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I'm quite ready for another Spider Verse event. Like, whatever. Like yeah, a month about after the last one. Saturation. That well, movie, I, you know, hit, uh, and they're like, "Go ahead, sorry." Yeah, they're good. They're going to be gearing up for the uh, the new uh, Spider Verse movie here. I mean, yeah, and that seems like what they're doing. Yeah, that's a great point. It really seems like that's what they're doing. And again, I'm okay with that. It's just not really. You know, yeah, in the comics, that's, the same, that's the same thing with this upcoming comic, this, this group comic book, is they're gonna try to cash in on the fact yeah. that Guardians they is coming out. That they can sell to a kid. Yeah, exactly, dude. That's exactly right. It's free comic book day. They know people are gonna be in the shops, you know, who otherwise may not be, and this is a perfect opportunity to sell them a new comic that stars a character who's you know really prevalent in the movies it's a good idea yeah, it's you gotta hook them while they're young book. man gotta hook them while yeah, they're you young hook them when they're little if we um, only had their crack works too <laughs> so the art looks pretty damn good it's like a prequel sort of story where Groot's just kicking it doing Grooty stuff and he's doing it with uh whatever what's his name one of the marvels Mar- marvel one of the marvels captains yeah marvel whatever yeah, whatever. There's the so many of them. Um, yeah, and a lot of group. So, all right, Immortal X-Men. Sinister Sinister is done. I think I cracked a dude's head in half earlier today explaining to him what happened in Sins of Sinister. Um, Leroy just posted a picture of that last scene where uh, Xavier, Hope, and I don't even remember who, Emma maybe, all got sucked down into the Krakoan hole. Yeah, Emma and Exodus were the other two. Yeah, and someone's like, holy shit, what's going on here? And I was like, oh, man, you ready? And he was like, dude, that sounds like so much sinister, but I don't know what the fuck you just said. And I was like, well, yeah, that's how it works. Uh, but it feels like it's leaning right out of Sins of Sinister. We got what's-her-name over here. Uh, I can never remember her name. Uh, with the, Rasputin the sword. 6. Yeah, Rasputin 6 or whatever. So, whatever. So they have people who survived the event. No, she came from the she came from the future, like they like they had when they had the Age of Apocalypse. We had crossover characters exactly. like Batman and Sugar yes. Sugar Man. She came back, and there were some from Age of Apocalypse who came back, weren't there? Yeah, there were Dark Beast, yeah. Sugar Man, yeah, Age of Apocalypse, it. Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. So basically, Sinister copied himself so many times that he kind of screwed up, and. He and that became a dominion, which you've been reading X Men. That's like a Hickman word for a really truly far advanced society. And now the shit is at the fan because they're blaming Sinister, but they're blaming the wrong Sinister. And this is what broke the dude's head, you know, me trying to explain how more resets worked, you know, how save points work. Um, but it's some really high, high level sci fi shit and. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It looks like it might prequel actually a little bit because there's Xavier and we know he's in the pit. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Still, I'm ready for the X-Men to be on to fall of X, kind of. You know what I mean? Over. Not done. Let's just do something else. I still want Krakow to go on, but we can step a little bit to where. And I think that's what they're going to do. Give a lot of the characters a bit more freedom away from there. So we're going to have that Nightcrawler Spider-Man book. We're going to have Wolverine still doing his thing. So 
I don't know. Uh, great fucking cover here, though, by uh, Phil Noto. Love that. If you can find that, get that. Uh, Joe Fixit wraps that series. Uh, Moon Knight number 23 continues this fan favorite. Very consistent book. Um, yeah, Moon Knight's dope. You know, I was never a fan, but he's dope. Uh, Scarlet Witch number five. Uh, Spider-Man number eight. It's just been okay. This is the end of the Spider-Verse sort of story. Uh, we do get a Humberto Ramos cover on there. He's my favorite Spider-Man artist. Just saying. Uh, Spider-Man 2099, Dark Genesis number one. Man, talk about franchises that won't die. 2099, I'd never liked that. I never liked uh, 2099. 2099 had some good stuff, but not all of it was, you know, worthy. I mean, like the Ghost Rider 2099 was pretty good. I uh, never liked any of it. Doom 2099 was decent. Spider-Man 2099 was good. Well, this is another example, like Andy was saying earlier. Um, Spider Verse is coming out um, in a month, so they want Spider Man twenty ninety nine is yeah. one of the characters in that. And, and the fact mm-hmm. that um, yeah, and um, he's voiced by Oscar, Oscar Isaac. Isaac. Yeah, Oscar and he's Isaac. voiced by Oscar Isaac, the internet's yep. boyfriend. Yep. yep. Oscar Isaac's gonna be uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, so they're gonna dig into that. Well, I would never cheat on him with my daddy Pedro Pascal. I am. I am thoroughly impressed by how Poe piloted the Millennium Falcon. In oh, well, good. Like Skywalker. Wow, that's a great transition into Star Wars. Broken Saber Skywalker, number 34. There's a Noto variant. Very nice. Oh, uh, Darth Vader, great. number 33. Um, Dr. Afra, number 31. They're making sure all the Star Wars shit is on the shelves. Uh, Return of the Jedi Lando number one is their big debut. Uh, who doesn't love fucking Lando Calrissian? They're still trying to work on a, on getting his ass back on the screen. Um, yeah, it's cool. So this you know? is taking place after he's uh, fully joined the rebellion. Like we never really got yeah. to see that in the movies. This is a cool story. That we'll finally get to see the Battle of Tanab. Yeah, maybe this is this is right after he loses the. Uh, Millennium Falcon to Han Solo and just right before the battle, I think. So now, I am, thought I, this, am I getting am I getting that? This is well, yeah, this is this now, is this after is this is just after Han turn. got um frozen. Yeah, so yeah, Han would have had the yeah, Han would have had the Millennium Falcon for years and years now, but this, this is Lando. A little while ago they started doing uh Star Wars books where the main trio was uh, Luke, Leia, and Lando. That was set right after Empire Strikes Back. It looks like this is a little bit ahead of that where uh, Lando is more or less completely working with the uh, the Rebels now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Him and Chewie doing I, anything. You know, with, all the new, uh, with all the new stuff coming out, I, my timeline is all confused. Dude, I, I mean, it's so worried. Mine is too. It's so hard to keep track of I Star Wars comics. I, I mean, there's so many together. of them. Look, they're still going. Yeah, we were watching Mandalorian. We we finished up Mandalorian a couple days ago, and my wife looks at me, looks at me, and goes, "Go, so where this is it? Where is this at right now?" It's like, uh, yeah, where four, are you at? <laughs> right. Like four years after the fall of the empire, I'm guessing. I don't know. I yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's it's just It's, dark. it's <laughs> within it's, a decade. Yeah. 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 It's between the original and prequel series, somewhere in there. So it's like all all these. I mean, new... basically, that's where everything's happening, though. So yeah. Everything that's not in comics. Yeah. But 
they're gonna do a show for the old republic or the new republic or the. the oh, they're they're republic. doing they're, they're doing do for a, the, the do old old republic for the high republic. That's what it is, the high republic. Andy, David said yeah. the high republic. Yeah, yeah there are too many Star Wars comics. Almost like that's all you can read. Yeah, I mean, really, if you want to follow all the Star Wars comics, you have to just buy the Star Wars comics. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff from the chat, just, yeah, calling them out. But if they can handle that much, I'll let them handle that much. You know, but I'm, I'm going to skip it. If there were two, maybe three, I could maybe follow, especially if they were really good. And they were for a while, dude. And I was for a while. I was grabbing all the Star Wars shit. But then they added just so much that you just can't keep up. Can't keep up. Well, you know, and Star Wars is done by two different publishers right now, so it's kind of hard to keep up. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the little kid stuff. I'm not even sure if that's in continuity, but who knows? Who knows anymore? Who knows anymore? Uh, and then Star Wars Yoda, number seven. I mean, if we're going to finish them off. <laughs> uh, and then finally, X-Men Before the Fall. Sons of X, uh, Cy Spurrier, Phil Noto. This is sort of going to be another catch-up. It looks like Immortal X-Men this week is a catch-up book. Let's fill you in on a recap, kind of, uh, Sins of Sinister, and then move on from there. That's fine. We want to see where the state of the Quiet Council is now. It's a good idea. This one is looking like it's going to cover the other side of the coin, where Mother Righteous is right now, um, dealing with all of, you know, all of this stuff going on. And hopefully we'll be able to make sense of this damn book by the end of it. Um, because Mother Righteous is fucking weird, dude. She is weird. She's just weird. That's all I got. Taylor has nothing to say about that. He's gone. He's dropped again. No, I'm here. It's just that, you know, this is just another Size one Burrier. of the... Yeah, it's a size Spurrier book. And I, I honestly would need a recap if I were inclined, you know, because I kind of fell off of... Um, Legion of X or whatever this most recent iteration has been. Um, I think I don't, I'm not sure if Legion of X even has anything to do with this. Although Mother Righteous was in that quite a bit, and it's got Legion. He's like one of the main characters of that as well. Do you remember when Legion was like, "Oh, Legion! I can't wait for him to show up in a book," and then he did. And he's like, "What the fuck did he do to Legion? He ruined him." He I don't ruined think he him. ruined him. I enjoyed his writing for the character for the most part, but. I don't like Legion was never right now. Legion was never the problem for me. And I've been off the book for a minute, so maybe he is ruined now. I don't know. Oh yeah, but right. um, the the I know the whole thing with like the spark and everything. It just felt like a bit of a fizzle. It wasn't yeah. this big profound thing. The big solution to Nightcrawler's like existential crisis. Just make sure we always like you know pick up new hobbies. You know, <laughs> so just, weird. That just wasn't the profound revelation that Star Woodworking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, moving on. House of Ideas does have some stuff, but they got almost too much stuff on the shelves for for, uh, Free Comic Book Day week. Man, Uh, they have. I'm not sure if they had more Carnage books, Star Wars books, or X books. It's a pretty uh, crowded market there. It is. It's really crowded. I'm not really interested in any of them. I know what happened to Sin of Sinister. I don't need these two issues. You know what I mean? I know what happened. I know what's coming. Fall of X, none of this shit's going to matter. Fall of X is going to change it all anyway. Uh, Anyway, moving on. Barbarella Center can't hold over at Dynamite. Uh, Not as good as the last Barbarella series uh, because, actually, this is the cover artist for this cover D. Uh, 
Madebek Musabekov, he did the art in the last series, and it was spectacular. The art was so good. And, uh, yeah, I just can't get into this one. Uh, sorry, you know, Ricardo Bogani, but Madebek Musabekov has done a cover for Marvel. I'm telling you, he's doing interior soon. It's going to be this year. He's going to get a, a gig at Marvel. He has to. He has to. His art needs to be seen. Uh, and they got a bunch of $50, $100, uh, you know, con clabber, whatever, clamor. Uh, a lot of cool variant covers. And Draculina, Blood Simple, more of the same from Dynamite Entertainment. And that leads us to everything else. Uh, should we just start with the first book, Dave? Uh, Adventures of Carmen Courageous? Uh, this is not on my Say radar. You, I don't you know. can talk about it. I, this is looks like a young reader's book, read. you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Scout yeah, Comics. Well new, it is. They got their own young, uh, young readers line, and and that's really cool. Okay, Animal uh, Castle, go ahead. Volume Two, Number One. Uh, if you like the the, the hit volume, of last is, year, it's it's a really good. You know, it's Animal Farm, but expanded universe essentially. Really good read. Yeah. You want to pick it up. This, uh, this is going to be good reading. It's wonderful. Let's not leave this book right now yet. Yeah, this is a fantastic read. Go ahead, Andy. Go ahead. No, I'm going to say it's good reading. Yeah. Oh, if yeah. you if you like if you like Animal Farm, if you've ever read the book or even watched that short movie, this is a very good read. You will really enjoy yeah. this. So definitely pick it up. Yeah, agreed. The art is wonderful. The design work, the take on the characters, the themes carrying through. Just, yeah, very, very well done. Uh, this is going to be a sellout. This is going to be a really hard book to find. These variant covers are also going to be very hard to find, dude. So, um, if you look, they got a blank one for this. So, if you can get out there. I'd love to get a blank one and get Trish Forstner to do some work on this. That'd be amazing. Oh, uh, that blank anyway, one is amazing. Yeah, the blank cover is really good with the gold emboss yeah. there. Oh, that's really cool, dude. Oh. It's really fun. Um, but yeah, that's that book's gonna sell out very, very fast. I'll I'll go as far as say if you don't have that book ordered right now, you're not gonna get a copy. Because they're not gonna let this one go. The first one hit, and those first issues of the first volume, they were very, yeah. very, very popular. Yeah, they still I, I very have, much in demand. I have the um I have the uh, uh, the uh, library cover on the library cover ready for me on uh, Wednesday. So nice, nice, nice. Yeah. that's Man, I had to, like, Okay. Which one do I have? Which one do I have? It's like, I had to think about that. For yeah. A right. Right. It's like, there's yeah, like three different covers. Here, like, I'll open up the library cover. It almost looks like a damn Scotty Young cover, but it's actually the interior artist Felix Dellett, but it does have a Scotty Young sort of fantasy whimsical feel to yeah, it. Yeah. I, you know, I saw that, I saw that one online and I had to, I had to like, I want that cover. That's the one yeah, I was like, beautiful. I need that cover. I was tempted yeah, between that beautiful. one and the, I was tempted between this one and the blank cover, the the white cover, but I was like, it's I, hard I, to get, I, it's I, hard to get, get any use out of the blank cover. Yeah. You know, you got to go to a con, you got to find somebody or send it off. But yeah. some of the artists make that really easy to do. You send it to them, you pay them on PayPal, they send it back. Um, Yeah. Jeff in the chat, Animal Castle is great. Cannot wait for volume two. Yeah. Good call. Jeff. Good call. Yeah. All right, uh, Astrobot uh, Dave. Yeah, yeah, actually this one. Um good pedigree behind it. Simon fucking Furman. Yeah. God, I love that guy so much. Uh he's a big Transformers writer. 
You know, in he the, basically he was defined, a big Transformers writer in the eighties, wasn't he? Like the Marvel. Yeah, he basically defined uh, the Marvel UK a little bit more than the Marvel, but yes, he did both um, from time to time, and he definitely helped out when IDW had the license. So uh, uh, Hector Trunick is doing the art in here, and oh my gosh, go look this up. This this is uh, this the is art probably good. is amazing. Of all the all, of all the small publisher books this week that are coming out, this one is the one that excites me the most. Me too. Of course, I've had my eye on this because all the Transformers websites I follow are like, holy shit, they're Simon Furman's basically doing a Transformers book. All right, basically. Yeah, it's it it, it kind of re- you know it kind of reads like um, the movie AI. Uh, you know yeah. that Stanley that what was it Stanley Kubrick's at, last movie AI but it's it it's it the artwork is phenomenal uh, no, AI I think was actually uh, Steven Spielberg was it AI well, I think I think Steven Spielberg came in and finished up AI when Kubrick died oh maybe you might be right you might be right but oh man yeah the art looks incredible but, it's Simon Furman writing a story about big robots. Uh, taking his cues from uh, man, I, I just had it on my on my brain the other artist, uh, uh, Ra- uh Rami- Ramadello, whatever his name is. Uh, he did an IDW book, but was a uh, a big dude for uh, Transformers comics, and this looks like man, this looks it, incredible. I'm sorry, it looks great. Yeah, yeah. It looks really dude, good. this looks right out of the Megatron book, dude, the Solo Megatron book. Where he's walking through the uh, the de- the rust desert. Oh, it's so perfect. Yeah, dude, this is high on my radar. The only problem is I'm so never many, gonna find a copy. They have so many uh, variant covers for this; it's unreal. Yeah. Uh. Well, they understand the pedigree behind it. They understand what they're doing here. So, of course, yes, of course, they're gonna get some variant covers. Blank sketch cover, and it's free comic book day. So, uh, yeah, good shout out there. We're only in the A's, man. What's next? Uh, uh, the next book on the list that um, I'm interested in reading is Godfeld number three. Okay, good one. Good call out. Uh, um, not a bad book. Pretty fun. It's a good. It's a. It's a good like you know sword and sorcery fantasy book. But you know if a mm-hmm. god fell to earth and basically created an impact crater, people are. It's nowhere is what it is. Mm-hmm. What people are doing with like nowhere. Um, yeah. I'm going to call out a book if I can. Okay. Grim, Grim Space, Pinocchio. Uh, Actually, one, that is... one shot. Uh, Frank. That is, on on my, that is on my list, actually. That was actually my next book. Nice. Nice. Frank Martin and I are as good a Facebook friends as anybody can be Facebook friends. You know, really fun guy. Always got something cool to say. Uh, a writer at heart. He's like a writer sort of writer. Uh, I've had an opportunity to read this already. It's fantastic. It's really cool. Basically, he's doing a series of one-shots. He's kickstarting them and then selling them to, to Scout. And Scout is snatching them up, and they are selling. But, uh, yeah, it's Pinocchio, but with a sci-fi twist, an updated yeah. sci-fi twist. So, yeah, oh, very well-done stuff. Say again, Andy? That sounds interesting. It is. It's really cool, mm. dude. And Frank is a really good guy. Follow him. He's on my friends list. You know, follow him. He's a really cool well, guy. Yeah, I'll, I'll check uh, that out. <laughs> oh, 
No, he is. He's really fun, dude. He posts all these cool little writings and things. He tells little short stories on social media. It's really cool. He's a fun guy. Uh, okay, uh, moving next, on. Next book on, on that I would that caught my interest is a book called Lamentation. Oh yes, Lamentation. I got a news uh, blurb about this today that they're doing a one in hundred, one in one hundred cover for this. That's like a secret cover. Mm. Um. But yeah, it's supposed to be Oni's like biggest release since they had their sort of, you know, implosion last year. Oh, that's a good panel. It yeah. is. That's a great page, dude. It's awesome. Uh, it's by, Colin it's Bunn. Written by Colin Bunn. Colin Bunn yep, doing horror. Colin Bunn yep, doing he'll... Phantom of the Opera, essentially. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. Hillary Jenkins, you know, no slouch in her own right. So, yeah, looks really good. Yeah. Oni should have a lot of success with this, especially relative to the success that they've had since they sort of, you know, shit on the entire industry. Uh, next book on the list is a book called Monomyth. Yeah, I was looking at this. David Hazan, Cecilio Lavalvo. Um, magic is all but extinct, but the last ailing wizard cast the final desperate cell to summon the descendants of ancient bloodlines to a school for magic now in disrepair. Those chosen ones find a horror to the likes that they've never experienced. They will have to confront the deepest parts of themselves, their tragic past, and defeat each other to survive the ordeal. Um, it's got the artist from Nottingham on it, which fits very well, but, I, dude, that's that solicit is all over the place. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I, I kind of think, I kind it kind of reads to me like uh, Harry Potter meets Battle Royale. Oh, Maybe. Well, that actually really works. <laughs> that sounds dope. I hope it's like that. Well, I hope it is great too. Panel. Great page here. Yeah, this is some good art. Yeah, some really fun art. Yeah, good art. Yeah. Oh, right. love the, the comic booking up there with the punch. Love that. Yeah, good uh, call out there. Good call out there. Uh, my next book is Parker Mono, Girls number seven. Monomyth. Monomyth. Of course, Parker Girls. Can't go wrong with more. Can't go wrong Moving with on, can't go wrong with more. <laughs> uh, the dude's awesome. I mean, we can say it every time he's got a book. He only ever has one. Actually, that's about it for the independents. There are some things I just wanted to shout out real quick. Those are the, that's the independent books that just really piqued my interest this week. AW, right. not AWA, um, TKO Studios is putting out a bunch of trades. Oh, cool. We've got um, that Sarah, which is a, oh, these uh, are reprints. Art. Yeah, these, are, but they they got the the image book, um, the series Scales and Scoundrels went over to TKO, okay. and oh, they're putting fun. out the trades for the first couple of volumes. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, they're actually and, going through Diamond to get those out. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, TKO when they started, they said, "Well, we'll we're never going to do that. We're going to send directly to the customer, directly to the reader." So I guess that was a lie too. Well, you know, times change and business models of course. have to adapt. Yeah, and TKO uh, actually, actually sent me freebies of these in paper, and yeah, they're uh, wonderful. They're amazing. Uh, plus, you got like a the the sentient hardcover as well. So they've got like four uh, or five uh, trades coming out this week. Uh, so if you TKO man, TKO Jeff Lemire and Gabriel Walter, this is one of the best books you will ever read from these two folks. Sentient is brilliant. It is so damn good it is so good i must have missed that but it's and, uh, oh but it's TKO, fantastic it's tko tko actually announced some, some new books uh or series 
just within the mm -hmm. last week that I'm actually looking to pick up. I think this is their fourth or fifth publishing run. Something uh, like that. I'm, I don't I don't have a count of that, but yeah, I they, think it's their fourth or fifth. But. but these the two books they've got they announced just like recently look pretty good. So I'm I'm thinking about maybe putting in an order here soon for that. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, well, what are we looking forward to this week? Star Signs is really at the top of the list for me. Solid Ahmed, you know, yeah, really cool. That, that um, would be a very good poll. Astrobots. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get my hands on Astrobots. I don't think I'm going to be able to find a copy. I'm going to um, look. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Travis and see if we can pull a copy for you if he gets it in the end. I'm trying to try to get to the shop Saturday, actually, for free comic book day. I'll, I'll try to I'll make talk, it. I'll try. I'll well, way to Travis. ruin my free comic book day, Gomer. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't uh, going to ruin it with a, with a surprise, but aren't you glad I, I warned you? Uh, yeah, I can brace myself. Yeah. yeah, you can brace yourself. Like, okay, let me. I know I want free comics, uh, but. Well, no, you're going to disappoint somebody. Better warn them. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, where are there are a lot of books numbers? this week. Where Monsters Lie, number four. Wrapping that series. You weren't here for that. A little short on that series with only four issues. Little short. Yeah, I, I, I suspect we'll. I suspect we'll have a volume two. Yeah, I think we'll get spinoffs if not prequels. As it well. is. It is pretty good. It, they, it's a pretty they cool universe to hang out in. Yeah, yeah you're right. Here, this last couple of months, we've been getting a lot of these horror slasher, horror movie comic books, and they have just been terrific. You know, we've had the horror, yeah. and we've got where monsters yeah. lie. Horror's been uh, really hot lately. You're right. Yeah, we we are currently right now in a renaissance of horror. So it's true. It's true. Awesome. Anything else stand out, guys? I mean, there's just so much. Um, it's really easy to get lost in the minutia. Oh yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff coming out. Um, you know, you already said uh, you know the the star one and and um, I really like Hairball. I really like Junk Rabbit. Uh, Animal. Castle Volume Two is going to be starting up. You know that's going to be really great. If yeah. you, once again, you liked Animal Farm the book, you liked Animal Farm the the little cartoon movie that they put out. You're going to love Animal Castle. Just go pick yeah. it up. And of course, my Dark Horse pick of the week is going to be Survival from Dark Horse. That is totally pun intended. Nice. Because Survival nice. looks really. I mean, no previews right now. Nothing. It sounds I'm cool, to pick dude. it. Up. I'm excited to pick it up. So it's like, yeah. okay, with the, just just the description, I'm super, I'm excited. Nice, nice. Also, Batman 900. I mean, there's big books dropping. There are really big yeah. new Peacemaker book in shops, new Shazam book in shops for the the big uh, free comic book day shit. The uh, Demon Wars, you know, more Momoko, Groot. I mean, they're really trying to pull everything they can, these publishers, to get people to buy these books. A half a dozen Star Wars books. And, again, it feels really nice that they're pushing this as hard as they can. So, um, awesome. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We really appreciate it. If you like what we're doing, Always a fun back. time. Yeah, come back next week, Sunday. We're going to be talking about all of these books and more bunch of free comic book day books coming out that we're going to be you know, talking about. <laughs> oh, you're sitting like oh. that guy from Death Note in your chair. <laughs> so, so I know I know I haven't been streaming on the group page, 
because of you know mental health issues and stuff. But I will be returning to streaming on the group page this Saturday. Oh, fun! So come on over to the group page on Saturday. I will be streaming for Movie Geekery, which is not really an official show, but it's kind of a off official show where I'll be yeah. reviewing the very first Star Wars movie ever with A New Hope. So oh, we're gonna nice. get a little bit of hello there. Nice. Glad yeah. you're shining a spotlight on these little, like, you know, unknown indie movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most unknown indie movie of all time. It's just right. called Star Wars. Nobody's ever heard of it before. But yeah, I'm uh, be... links, to, links to that Facebook group page are over at OutrightGeekery.com. We got links to everything we got going over there, uh, including uh, the comic book bullies. There are pals, Leroy and Eli. They had a show last night. Find these channels. Go to that uh, OutrightGeekery.com link and check them out. They are so much fun. They have a blast. Uh, yeah, again, thanks everybody for hanging out. We really appreciate it. Most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always fun. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time, same geek channel. Man, I'm going to spend like a